Dear Cheap Astronomy, How fast could we get to Alpha Centauri with current technologies? If we calculate the trip duration based on speeds achievable with current technology, a mission to Alpha Centauri, the nearest star system to ours, would take over 6,000 years. But even that is wildly optimistic when you consider the mass that you'd need to accelerate up to those speeds. If you want to fly humans to Alpha Centauri, you would need to fly them with not only sufficient fuel and propellant, but also sufficient life support, including thousands of years worth of food and water, and all the various facilities needed to maintain a generational starship. If we make the more realistic assumption that you would just fly a robotic mission, you'd still need to fly a small nuclear reactor to maintain electrical power while you are between stars. Nonetheless, a fully robotic mission is a tiny bit more plausible. And fortunately, there are some emerging technologies that will enable us to get to Alpha Centauri a lot faster than 6,000 years. Higher specific impulse nuclear thermal propulsion engines have at least been ground tested where a nuclear fission reactor produces a heat source through which you funnel hydrogen gas, thereby heating and expanding that gas so it blasts out at very high speed from a rocket nozzle. But when we say a lot faster, we're just saying that nuclear thermal propulsion might get you to Alpha Centauri in just 1,000 rather than 6,000 years. So again, you probably want to forget about flying people. The best you can do is fly robots, which may just mean the spacecraft itself, along with a few detachable probes that could explore the system and its exoplanets in more detail. But even with a 1,000-year mission, by the time it gets there, it may be sending back data which will seem like Bronze Age technology to its recipients. Who knows how far our remote sensing technologies may advance in the next 1,000 years. We might have kilometres-wide space telescopes mapping out the continents on exoplanet Proxima Centauri b, as well as collecting detailed spectroscopic analyses of both its atmosphere and its surface rocks, assuming spectroscopy won't itself have become a laughably primitive technology by then. A better approach to this whole mission might be to load up the spacecraft with lots of raw materials and 3D printers, so its technology can evolve in sync with earthbound technology. The first 900 years of the mission might just involve upgrading the 3D printers into better 3D printers, or even full-on replicators, so that the last 100 years of the trip could be spent actually building equipment for the mission. But right now, it's unlikely we would take the risk that the current generation of 3D printers, plus further intellectual input from Earth, would be a sufficient foundation for an evolving technology mission. And by the time we did develop the proper basis for an evolving technology mission, who knows what other sorts of technology we might have also developed, which could either shorten the mission 
or make it unnecessary. So perhaps the only justifiable option for a mission to Alpha Centauri is one where we can achieve velocities of at least 10% the speed of light, so that we can get there in under 50 years. That may still mean the mission arrives with what everyone will consider old technology, but at least it won't be Bronze Age technology. Of course, there is a faint chance that this podcast, along with a whole bunch of other genuine experts, have got it all wrong, and somehow we will be able to travel nearly as fast as light and get there in under five years. But it's pretty hard to see how that can be feasible without some stupendous and currently unimaginable fuel source, as well as some incredibly robust collision shielding that will protect the ship when it hits dust grains while travelling at hundreds of thousands of kilometres per second. Breakthrough Starshot proposes a laser-sail-propelled nanoprobe that's accelerated up to 25% the speed of light by a kilometre-wide array of lasers. The probe won't be able to manoeuvre at all, so it would need to stay on a perfectly straight line and not collide with any dust grains for 4.3 light-years, after which it could manage a couple of quick photos as it screams through the system at 25% the speed of light, since it can't slow down either. And as for faster-than-light travel, nah, it's not even worth entertaining the idea.